five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh with the WDMA. We fight with our technology every day. <laughs> so <laughs> without much ado, and I will, uh, hopefully the recording at least worked, without much ado, further ado, we will go over to the, uh, we'll go over to the, the fun stuff. Okay, so here's a commercial from, from Apple. And it's trying to explain the, uh, the, the, oops, it's trying to explain what's going on with your data. And it's maybe the clearest thing I've ever seen. So let's go over to that and we'll watch the commercial. Apple's done a commercial where uh, a young girl is in a record store and um, looking at stuff and sees her name on a door in the store and goes through the door and watches her auction. It's, let's go over there and see it. So here she goes, she sees the door, she zooms in, and it's her name, Ellie's Data Auction. The next sale is a digital treasure trove charming Ellie's private data. What? Lot number one, her emails. The one she's opened and read, wonderfully personal. Let's start at 240. 260, 280. Sold. Lot number two, Ellie's drugstore purchases. Voila. Priceless data. Do I hear 480? 500. Sold. Her location data. It's not creepy. It's commerce. Do I hear 600? 620? 640? 660? Sold. Nana? All her contacts. Even sweet Nana. Sold at 740. Her recent transactions. Her browsing history. Her late night texting habit. Sold. And now the one you've all been waiting for, and I can promise you won't be disappointed. Now she pushes the button. Oh. Do not allow app tracking. Check mail activity. Pretty cool, huh? Let's put that back to there. Okay, now, what? when I see that, you know, first of all, I ask, mm, you know, is it anonymized? I, there's a lot of ways that you can send data around that don't really connect up and are, you know, accomplish what you need to get accomplished. Um, Apple, then I ask myself, what is Apple getting out of it? Is it really helping Ellie or is it really helping Apple? And, you know, I can't really answer those. I think time will tell. But it's an interesting commercial because it, makes more vivid this idea that we're siphoning off our, our, our data, our personal private data, and uh, potentially things could be done with it that, that uh, we may not want, right? So, and here's a note to, you know, to you politicians and people running deals. Somebody can see it. God sees. There is no privacy Always keep that in mind no matter what you do. Always behave yourself no matter what world or metaverse you're in. Okay, so let's get over to the PDF world. Okay, and uh, we'll go on. This is an article that I've been wanting to get to for basically for more than a week. And so I'm just sticking it in here and we can exchange our thoughts. That was really an interesting point that was being made. Tips from trainers on breaking the digital printing sales roadblock among your older salespeople. 
And Dan Marks, I looked up his background because I thought, well, is he a print salesman? No. Um, is he a print trainer? No. But he works for PI World, and uh, which is, I think, Print Impression World. And um, so unlike Dan, I have actually sold printing for a couple of years. Um, and, you know, we've we've sold printing. We've, we've done some, you know, I, I started in the late 70s and um and in those days the hot new topic was instaprint you could go to a little printer and you could get your job done quickly and it was all offset it wasn't well it wasn't really personalized we didn't have any in in those days the printer was the printer and he didn't even put the print in the mail uh all the printer did was print and so we uh, if if we needed to mail something, we would send it to a mailhouse, and the mailhouse would take our Cheshire labels, which were a euphemism for addresses printed on green bar, and they'd cut them up into pieces and glue them onto the mailing. And so we've come a long way. And so now, what this article basically says is, here we go is that um, Kate Dunn, president of Evolve Sales Group, points out, a lot of current salespeople are older and started out selling print during a different time. That's me. Right? She says her their previous mindset involved waiting for the fish to jump into the boat. Now, that was not my methodology at all. I went through the industrial parks of, of west of Milwaukee. And on a good day, I would call on 30 or 35 different companies. And uh, it only slowed me down if they asked me what I was selling. So, uh, and my boss, a couple of years later, after I'd become a marketing consultant, uh, ran, we ran into each other and he said, boy, you'd be making tons of money now because so many of those people ended up coming on as clients. Okay, so apparently I was somewhat effective, right? Uh, I didn't know much about selling prints, so in my day, I would tell people, "We can put your logo on your on on. Uh, we, you know, do you have any business cards? No, we don't. Okay, well we can. Well, I don't have a logo. Well, I'd go home and draw one. SNR Marine in Pewaukee used my logo in their Yellow Page ads for like 40 years. I drew a little ice boat and I drew a little sea boat, and uh, they said, "This is good. This is better than we." we've ever gotten <laughs> so anyway i kind of learned graphic design i didn't know you could charge people for that stuff i just went home and did it to get the you know the the whatever it was 35 dollar business card sale but anyway um we had a, some staff artists they would sometimes clean it up but in the case of the sailboats they didn't um and there was a, a logo that i drew down the street just on this literal street that i'm on right now and that was up there at least 40 years. It just changed in the last few years, which I like the new one. So, you know, I like the old one, but I like the new one. I think it's better probably. Um, but anyway, so it, we were not waiting for the fish to jump in the boat. Um, Linda Bishop, president of Thought Transformation, which sounds like either brainwashing or a scary, powerful thing, Notes, one trait among these rooted traditional print sales is they are more likely high-level account managers who focus on current clients, but not so much on building books of business. So they're not, they're not aggressive. 
I can't say I was aggressive. Okay, they have awesome skills in many areas, but may not be, may not, but maybe not for trying to build business in 2022. I don't see how that has anything to do with digital print sales. Um, you know, I I'm gonna reach out to to uh, to uh, Matthew Parker in the UK and see if he has any thoughts on this. Uh, Matthew it does work with sales training and helps your salespeople not sell on price uh, or you know quality and service, which everybody says they have good quality and service. Uh, so, and I've I've uh, had Matthew on the show, and I've uh, we we co-presented a, a webinar which I really enjoyed. Uh, so so Matthew, I want to hear from you. Um, then it gets the article gets into sales compensation. Um, and this was an interesting one. There's a gap in understanding. There's a gap in understanding and a gap and a lack of training. Given the initial short run re reality of digital printing, the sales mindset is why sell 500 of something when I could sell 500,000? But you know, that's not a bad question. That's an excellent question. And in spite of the fact that digital Printing is of equal quality to offset. It wasn't when it came out, but it is, I would say, now. You really can't tell the difference. Um, but often it's sold on the basis of personalization and that, you know, target marketing. And that why, why send out 500,000 when you can just get just as many orders as, as sending 500, which makes it a little teeny-weeny job that isn't hardly worth a salesperson's time. That's true. And uh, Andrew and I, Andrew Ettinger and I had a long talk about this on Saturday, he called. And um, we talked about the WDMA, we talked about his process, and I'm gonna get him on here. Um, but he had some really interesting things to say about, about selling printing, not just digital, but the idea that you that you have to do enough marketing to to have a measurable result, and uh, it was excellent thinking. It was he said I would rather have somebody mail 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 more often mail mail ten thousand customers five times than mail fifty thousand pieces once. Excellent! What a great idea. Okay. <clears throat> According to Dunn, in many cases, customers were ahead of the sales professionals in understanding, for, in, for instance, versioning, which bought more but shorter jobs. Yeah, and then they get into the quality difference. One of the biggest problems, though, with versioning, even when it was still offset, is that very few companies know their customers well enough to decide who is customer A and who is customer B, right? It's just not that simple to figure that out. And it's in the data. But even with the data, you know, we could very, very clearly figure out who was, uh, you know, the, 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 the original case study was Farm Journal back in the 70s when I was selling printing. And uh, they could tell a hog farmer from a wheat farmer uh, from a dairy farmer. And so they decided to sell versions and it worked really well. And they worked with R. R. Donnelly to do electronic bindery, and that was the, the and and that prompted the vision that one of these days we'll have all 
custom tailored content to your house. And the only problem with that is that we don't know what we want and part of the reason we subscribe to a magazine is to find out what other people are doing that aren't us, right? To find out what we should be interested in, but maybe we're not. And uh, and so it's, you know, it, it's been very difficult, not just for digital printing, but for any printing to sell versioning because the client, in spite of the fact that it makes sense on paper that, you know, you could you could send more personalized content. In spite of that, if there's no reason for the personalization and then you put it on digital, you are just burning up money and it's probably not going to be more effective. So unless you have some really, really smart data people and they're not just finding differences for its own sake. For example, we, we worked really hard with Musician's Friend because we could tell the difference between drummers and guitar players. And we could tell the difference pretty much between beginners and professionals. And the professional angle worked pretty well. We actually did some more business-to-business -business kind of content for people that were band managers or DJs or somebody making a living at it. Um, <clears throat> but that said, we were doing four versions a month, and we were working really hard. And Musician's Friend was selling ads, and they generated a couple of million dollars in ad sales. But... And, and the versions even sold better, a little better maybe, than the overall big book that they had been sending. But it just wasn't worth the work. <laughs> Boiling it all down, it just really wasn't. And after about 18 months of really trying hard and really seeing differences, when we'd mail the drummers a drum catalog, oftentimes they'd buy a guitar. And when we mail the, drum, the guitar players a, a guitar book, they'd buy a drum. I mean, we still had some common best of pages in all of them so i think one of the biggest problems that isn't mentioned here is um is that it is a lot of work and digital can be a lot of work for not much for small jobs salespeople don't believe the results meet the work requirement and you know what that's possible very possible when sales is more strategic long term says it, 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 we need a different compensation model so then they're, they're uh, talking about all the different compensation models that you could work on. And that is something uh, to think about, right? So I recommend the article, and I think you should get over to WDMA and subscribe and pick up the printed version all highlighted up. Um, but it's not so simple as we should just sell 500-piece jobs and forget about the 500,000 because it probably is doing an injustice to the client. So sometimes you may want to tell the client they need to do more. They need to worry less about personalization and more about knocking on the door, as we also want the sales force to do that. Okay? <clears throat> By selling value, sales can transcend the individual and instead align more with the company. Well, be careful with that. Okay? Because it's always about people as well. Have a great day. Like and share. Sorry about the technical difficulties. I didn't change anything. I just restarted it and away it went. Bye-bye.